Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to this week's episode of Chillin' and Killin' with me, Jade. And me, John. Oh, I almost said me, John, again. I don't know. I, I, I want to start saying the actual start, but let's go. Welcome to the Chillin' and Killin' podcast with me, John. And me, Jade. Exactly. I like that better. Did you like that? I like that better. We'll keep that in just for you. Great. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah, guys, welcome back to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed the last week's episode, the psychopath who murdered his sister. I really like <laughs> the word over the enjoy part. That we don't now go, should we say enjoy? Nah, enjoy. you enjoy it. Yeah. You enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. I enjoy it. Sick bitch. Bastard. Yeah, you've got problems. No, well, whatever. So anyway, guys, um, no, I ran out of, I ran out of what did I say Well, there? did you really run out of steam, like, mid-sentence as well? I was well? just like, well. It's like, it's like you're gone doing something and then you got there and you're like, nope. That, it, one of you did. That what? whole, like, you walk into a room. Oh, I need to go get one. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what it was. This week, guys, we're well, so we always record in like our, I don't like our den, and not like a den it's a room. Den. It's definitely it's a, a den. homemade built den. It's a so, living room with a den. No, no, I mean like we record underneath the den, like we build our den. Yeah. And it's normally under like this big blanket, but our upstairs neighbours decide to be an absolute prick and start playing like all this fucking music as if he's in the cat house at like one in the morning. It's not one in the morning just now, but that's what it makes it feel like. Yeah. So we've had to like double up on the amount of covers that are on top of us to try and reduce the sound so you guys don't hear it. Like, just go fuck, just go to the cat house. Mate. I'd like to jump in and say we're not hundred percent sure it's an upstairs neighbour. They may be to the right or the left, so we just call all the flare up cunts. Yeah, exactly. Although it could be the neighbour to the right of us for the way we're facing. It could be anybody. <laughs> Whoever you are, we'll find you. We'll find you. <laughs> so yesterday, I was hung over to shit. And I was lying in bed with the majority of the day and the door went and the dog started barking. But I, I wasn't ready to leave the beds or see anyone. So what I did is I just let the dog bark and I turned the TV off and I just lay there in silence for a good two minutes. And then eventually I got up and the door went again. And it was my next door neighbour because I had a parcel delivered that I ended up getting dropped off at his. I had to kind of explain that I didn't want to see him earlier on because I was hungover. 
although he could definitely hear me watching Criminal Minds Obviously, all in the, day. And then the telly gone off and you going, shh, be quiet. Yeah, like, <laughs> stop, stop it. Look at the creepy neighbours right outside, we don't want to talk to them. Oh my look God. Look at them. As you, as you look through the beeple, look at that creepy I fucker. I can't look through the people, I'm not tall enough. That's so true. That's so sad. So, so sad. We miss a glory of peoples. Yeah. Maybe we could get like a lower down people. You're, you. you're small. <laughs> uh, you're small as well. I can see it, big people. I'm, I'm great. Okay. You're only like five foot four. You're tiny. You're like four foot one. I'm, I'm definitely not. You are like a smurf. How dare you? Exactly. How dare you? You know what? You're not even like. What's the girl's first? I've not got a fucking clue. You're grandpa smurf. <gasps> you mean papa smurf? Pa- you're papa smurf. That's disgusting. <laughs> the old critchy guy with a beard. You're only saying that because you've shaved and not got a beard anymore. Mm. Are you saying that I've got a beard? Take from that what you will. You're disgusting. Your mm. attitude. You're a liar, a cheat and a scoundrel. Not a gentleman. Yes. I'm from Glasgow. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, so anyway, this... Whoop. Wait, what? Who? Okay. So anyway, guys, this week's episode's about a guy that abused his powers as a doctor and went from saving lives to taking them... And this is the story of Michael Swangle. Dum, dum, dum. Or like the lot of you have seen Law and Order, it goes, dun, dun. Nah. No, I've not. Oh, we need to get Maybe next week we're going to get the, the first one of this. You see when you're going to get the, dun, dun. Like I think that's stealing. I think that's like stealing yeah. their music. Maybe we'll just make our own. Joe, I'll just keep going, dun, dun. And I'll go, boom, boom. But we'll not so. do the cha at Aye. the end, because that's... So. So Michael Swangle was born in Takanoma, Washington and raised in Quincy, Illinois and he was the middle child of Muro and John Virgo? Yeah. I don't know. Virgo Swangle anyway. His surname reminds me of, see Melissa and Joey? You ever watched that on Now TV? Yeah. And he's, his name is Joe Longo. <laughs> That's what I think of. Like, see, when I was like writing this up, I kept thinking like, Joe Longo, Joe Longo. I see, I go Swongo. No, I definitely thought Longo all the time. But anyway, so John Swongo. Oh shit, did I say that before? Anyway, John Swongo was an army officer, um, which meant the family was constantly relocating. And it wasn't until 1968 when the family moved to Quincy, Illinois, the family finally settled down. The atmosphere in the Swango home depended on whether or not John was present. When he was there, Muriel. Yeah, Muriel, yeah. I, I, I took a pause there because I was like, Joe, John, have you fucked this? I, well, uh, I thought you. I said Michael Swango instead <laughs> oh, of John uh, Swango. Joe, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely, it's fucking So nightmare. Muriel tried to maintain a peaceful home, but when John was on leave, the home resembled a military facility. And I don't, I don't want to say that makes sense, but like if you say he's, an, he's a marine, I can also mean he likes stuff getting done his way. Yeah, but he was also like a raging alcoholic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Right. Do you wanna? I, I take my impressed, like, <laughs> strict house. Okay, I get it, but you know, military man keeps that shit tight, and you're like, he's a raging alky. He is, yes. Less impressed. That's what I mean. Like, I honestly hated that when you were wee, right? And your mum would be like, just you wait until your dad gets home, and you're like, for what? It's a good day. You're a. You, you, you're a lucky soul because see you know my you dad just get slapped on the side of the off, head uh, <laughs> quite early on so I didn't get wait until he died I just went ha 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 boom <laughs> <laughs> oh I forgot your dad all the better for it don't I children 
We don't support that. Yeah. Michael's mum believed that he was the most gifted out of the family and she went against her Presbyterian, thank you, pronounced that mm-hmm. by myself, roots, and enrolled Michael in Christian Brothers High School, which is a private Catholic school known for its high academic standards. And Michael's brothers attended the public schools. <laughs> so, like, there you go, you've got private school. No, 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 you guys, you get the bus. You get the bus to the other schools. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> Bring would, back some <laughs> finger paintings. I would like to believe that, you know, the Christian Brother High Schools when St. Maya Bells are blazing a... Nope! <laughs> all that's happened there is a priest trying to fuck you, or one of your people... There's, it's not girls, it's clearly an all-boys oh, school. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an all-boys school. I would much rather go to public school. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love finger painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just like, can you imagine going to like, this really prestigious private school, right? And it's also if you're like, a rich house, and like, oh, where's your brother? They had to go to private school because we couldn't afford public them. Public school. Public school, so it was just me that got to go here. Just me. We are you assholes. What's your dad like? An alky. Uh, <laughs> new priests. <laughs> anyway, Michael really excelled at this school, and he became heavily involved in extracurricular activities like music, singing, learning to play the piano. He mastered the clarinet. I didn't know anybody that played the clarinet when I was at school and I don't know any adults that play the clarinet currently. Do you know why? Because clarinet gets gets the fan aged. That's what it is. Not the guitar. No, no. No, no, no. no. The guys in bands never have sex. No, no, no. It's clarinet, Jade. That's why you don't know anybody. They're a dying beat. Uh, you know that oh shit I can't remember what TV show it was and it's like the flute and it's like it's all about where you put your fingers nah. you know <laughs> still game still, still yeah. game Winston says it's like it's all about where you put your fingers oh <laughs> yeah 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 exactly uh, anyway he graduated as class valedictorian I'm assuming that's like top of the class yeah, I, like, I always thought it was Bala Victorian until mm-hmm. I read this valedictorian yeah, yeah. Uh, from the Christian Brothers what like that's the name of the school, I'm just, just accept it. it, it right, cool, cool. We'll just move on. Mm-hmm. He decided on Milken, Milken University would be the next step in his education. He was given a full music scholarship. <laughs> Again, clarinet gets a funny mm-hmm. and music scholarships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I was having a look at this, right, because I thought, like, obviously in Scotland we, we don't pay like tuition fees. Like We're pretty lucky. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we don't pay tuition fees, like, if anything, we would have, like, student loans and things like that, that we only pay back, like, if you earn a certain amount of money, and then if you've not paid it back within 30 years, it's just written off, so lucky us, but I was looking at kind of average prices, so universities in America obviously cost, like, a ridiculous amount, because you have to pay for it, and it's, like, for public and state schools, like, like $10,000-ish, roughly, give or take, and out of state schools, about twenty two thousand, and then for like private, and it's like thirty five thousand. Just add your name, jump in here. Is that annually? Yeah. Fuck well, no. Yeah, like that's like per year. I think. Wow, that's re- genuinely ridiculous. I know. Twenty two thousand. Kind of cash. <sighs> now I understand. You know, when you watch all these things, it's like saving for my child to go to college, and you're like, why? And then yeah. now you know. This is why. I'm sure medical schools even more expensive, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because like you always hear that, like, oh, 110 grand worth of $110,000 worth of debt for medical school. You know my new boyfriend? Yeah. Not my actual new boyfriend, just the new person that I'm watching on YouTube at the moment. Dr. Mike, he said he was in, like, quarter of a mil debt from yeah, his medical yeah. school. 
That's I, like how, I like how you just, you know, <laughs> broke my heart. Why, but I suppose so going to get a great reaction from me. So many boyfriends. Oh, you're done, by the way. Just, oh, so know. my new boyfriend. Love you, new, bye, bye, bye. No, uh, like every new person I watch on YouTube is my new boyfriend for the time being. Until I move on. Don't worry, there's also girls running there as well. There's also, there was always there. room in my heart A puppy at one point, I'm pretty sure. This is my new lover, John. This is a dog, dude. Mind your business, John, okay? <laughs> That's a bit too much, John. Anyway. He, he achieved top grades in his first two years. But when his then girlfriend dumped him, <laughs> and this caused a downward spiral. Dum dum dum. Oh, Sam sent it like you know. Off his tits. Yep. Uh, yeah. He started to become withdrawn and stopped taking part in activities. He became reclusive and would eventually drop out and join the Marines. Dun, dun, that's a bad breakup. That's a fucking. <laughs> I bet you. Right. So this is what I was thinking. Right. So I remember in primary seven, my boyfriend dumped me from my best friend. Right. It was heartbroken. We'd only been together for about three weeks. And Did you cut your best friend off? No, no. It's like she was still my best friend for a few years afterwards, which I don't know why. But anyway, she's got myself a really good haircut. I think that's just the thing you do. Mm. Get a good, really good haircut. Don't join the Marines. Vinny's dad did it as well, so. Maybe it's just different from girls and boys. Would like you join the, the Marines if, if you broke, broke up? Me, I'd be like, oh, I need to go to America and join the fucking Marines and this bitch. <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> get a new God. haircut. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like my new Instagram post. <laughs> I went to America, you know, five years being a resident and I've now got citizenship. Finally and joined join the Marines. The Marines. <laughs> like, Came a couple of years in the Marines, you know, get PTSD and I'll be right over you, right over you. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I've had 15 haircuts since then, John. Good sake. Whatever, whatever, mate. I'm like, enjoy your life. Bye, boo. I've gained life experiences, okay? Bye, boo. I've grown. Swango was honourably discharged from the Marines in 1976, and it was at that point he decided to go back to college and become a doctor. He decided to attend Quincy College and earn a degree in chemistry and biology. Nope. Wouldn't do that. Not me. Mm-mm. Nope. Wouldn't bet yourself. It's not that. I just wouldn't. Just but chemistry and biology. Like I'm just not about that life. Like it's, no. It's just that you didn't. You didn't, you didn't see that. You said nope, 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 nope. No. 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 I mean, like <laughs> incredible that people that actually do it, but I have not got the the capacity for that. I quite enjoy chemistry and biology. Really? Yeah. Since when? I'm pretty sure that I was both of them did. Since when? We've been together three years and you've never told me this. I'm sorry. The sneak up on you. A little bit. Quite enjoyed it. Okay. Well, here we go. Yes. Well done, you. Cool experience. Well done, you. Proud of you, girl. Proud of you. And for some reason, he decided to forge records that he earned a bronze star medal and a purple heart while in the Marines. I didn't know what the purple heart was. You get shot in combat. Is it? In combat, yeah. I don't know. Well, I typed it in a Google anyway. And it says, the purple heart is distinguished mil- is a distinguished military decoration awarded in the name of the president for those who have been wounded or killed while serving in the US or armed forces. Yep. According to Google. And the bronze star is usually for, like, guard service. Is that? Like, yeah. Like heroic sacrifices or heroic service. I'm pretty sure it's the silver star. Don't quote us on that for sure definite, so I'm not 100% that, sure. It's like the Medal of Honor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't fucking get any of them. He'd made that shit up. Mm. What a bad egg. He's a bad egg. The worst egg. I'm just saying that's why he's got you saying that. So we're doing a podcast about him. He's a pretty, <laughs> he's pretty a bad egg. egg. <laughs> he's the baddest egg. Uh, during his senior year, Michael chose to do chose to do his chemistry thesis on the bizarre poisoning death of Bulgarian writer Georgi Markov. Wow. Well done. I, I don't think you're going to pick that bit to look at because uh, of the name. This cut 
kick-started his fascination with poison. That's red flag slang, right? That's fucking... Wow, wow, wow. Like, it was right there in the thesis. It was right there. Yeah, I enjoy poison. <laughs> that, that's nice. <laughs> sure, this won't come back at any point. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he then graduated from Quincy in 1979 with an award for academic excellence from the American Chemical Society. He now had his eyes firmly set on medical school. The competition was fierce, and at this time he managed to get accepted into Southern Illinois University. But we're just going to call that SIU for short, because that's really hard to say over and over. When he first attended SIU, he was known for being very serious about his studies. And for me, I guess that I would expect that from like a first year medical student, because yeah. it's your first year in medical school. Yep, yep, yep. So like, if he wasn't serious, I'd be like, why the fuck are you here? But anyway, he's also suspected for taking shortcuts, sorry, shortcuts when it came to tests or group projects. So I can only imagine he was definitely that guy when you're putting a group project and, you know, like, you get one person who does the majority, the one that kind of pitches in a little bit, and then you get the one who's, like, the standby. And then you're just like, I don't want you on my team because you're taking credit for nothing because you're not doing nothing. Yeah, I see. Well, no, Jade, I didn't because I was always, you know, the guy doing all the shit. Me too. Can't help it. Me too. I'm not about that life. It's not. Thank it's you. Not. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, even though he's at university, they expect him to be doing university stuff like, hey, let's go getting drunk, let's, you know, go to France. Ah, yeah, so doing stuff like that, but like, I don't know. Yeah. He wasn't really bothered about interacting with his classmates at school, and instead he chose to work as an ambulance driver. Who would do that? Like, Who would do that in like your first few yeah. years of medical school? Like you're at med school and you're like, oh, I'm moonlighting as an ambulance driver. Like, that's a stressful that, job. Yeah, like, I get that you want to be, like, maybe involved in the field that you're, like, practising to go into. But, mm-hmm. like, surely your first year is quite intense. Yeah. Like, you're trying to get yourself sorted, say, like... Find your feet. Uh, yeah, find your feet. And then, oh, I'm also moonlighting as an ambulance, like, ambulance driver. But sounds... then, at the same time, like, that school's expensive. <laughs> yeah, so true. But was he not? Oh, he wasn't on. No, he was on scholarship before, and then he fucked that because he got dumped. In his third year at SIU, thanks to that SIU thing, real savings, the one-on-one contact with patients increased. During this time, there were at least five patients that died after they had just received a visit from Swango. This earned him the ridiculous nickname <laughs> Double O Swango. <laughs> Like, yeah, so I was reading that and they were like, oh, well, because of the coincidence, his friends named him Double O Swango. Licence like, to kill. Yes, exactly, like James Bond. And I just thought, oh, holy shit. What was your nickname at school? Mini Me. Was that? Yeah. Is that why, like, all your usernames or something like that? Yeah. Wow. And now you know? You never said that. Yeah, I just thought you were being weird when you done that. No. I had it for like a long time. I quite enjoyed it. Mini me. Yeah. Wow. Then you try before you go. Mini me. Stop pumping the laser. <laughs> yeah. Mine's a small fry. Mm. Shocker. Another name was Mini me. Like I don't think anyone else probably said take piss with me because you know it's no funny. <laughs> so I had to go. Mini me. You're small. Ooh, burn! Really? Did he notice that? You overweight fuck? Or, you know, if it was a Ned, you junkie fuck? Who smokes? I don't know if our international listeners know the term Ned. Hmm, non-educated delinquent. Non-educated delinquent. Essentially, the little guys that hang about your streets. Like, for no reason. In groups. 
assholes. Yes, those people. Envision an asshole yep. that walks and talks. Exactly. And acts hard when it's got other assholes nearby. <laughs> anyway, during his term, term? During his time as an ambulance driver, Michael would keep up a scrapbook of articles of fatal car wrecks and... Oh, is that McCarb? Macab. Macab? Macab. His mother would also contribute to this uh, to these scrapbooks um, when she came across like articles. So she'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like, "Listen, Michael, I found this great bit in the newspaper. I'll get it sent over." Okay. I'm always like, "John, I know you're looking for like buy a house. I found this one. I think you'd really like it." Exactly. This. Like his mom's going, "Oh my god, twenty car pile up." Hundreds of people's deed. You're gonna mm-hmm. fucking love this. Mm-hmm. Ongoing live coverage as well. Oh, live wow. coverage still going. <laughs> exactly. What a way to bond with your mother. So because his job allowed him to see things this firsthand, he would rarely turn down a shift. And people worked with him and said that he would always be first at the door. So he was starting to miss like assignments and things like that mm-hmm. in classes because he would just be like working as an ambulance driver all the time. He'd be first on the scene. I read that there was actually one instance where he wasn't working, and I think there was like a, a car crash. He wasn't on shift, but he arrived at the scene with a camera and took pictures while like the other people were like doing IVs and trying to help all these people that had been hurt. And he was just like there, like bang, 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 flash, 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 scrapbook, scrapbook. Creepy fucker. You, you yeah. see it like it is, girl. So his classmates felt that Swango showed more dedication to making a career as an ambulance driver than he did of for getting his medical degree. And that would make sense, especially yep. if he's like never turned out stuff, constantly got into that. Creepy bastard. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, his work had become sloppy and he often left unfinished projects because his people would go off cycling him that the ambulance company needed him for an emergency. Yep. Beepers. By the way, Dr. Mike on YouTube, yes, please go... Go and watch him. He's also got two dogs, thank you. But anyway, Dr. Mike... Fucking on. fuck Dr. <laughs> my, Mike. My fuck Dr. Mike. No, but seriously, he um, is obviously a doctor just now, and he said that see, when he was doing his residency, which wasn't like forever ago, it was like maybe like, a few years ago, mm-hmm. he said they actually still use beepers, which is crazy, because I thought that was yeah. like a really, really old thing, yep. but apparently still like quite current. I suppose it does make sense. It's, it's very efficient. Like, it's strange though, but I think they're looking to try and switch over for like phones. Do you want to jump in and say I don't hate you Dr. Mike, you're actually very entertaining and very handsome. Yeah, he's, he's great. Mm-hmm. He is, he's great. Some of your chat is pretty funny too. Yep. Brando Mondo's still better though. It's Brad Mondo. Brad Mondo. Brad Mondo. He's also my good friend. Anyway. We should really start telling these people. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Trust yeah, oh, me. I'm sorry, hurry. <laughs> from the comments and the, the amount, section. The amount of contents of hair they've got in an envelope for me. They know. <laughs> oh, I'm not that kind of girl. Give me a break. I'm just commenting ridiculously. In Swango's final year at SIU, he sent off applications for internships and residency programmes in neurosurgery to several teaching colleges. With the help of his teacher and mentor, Dr. Wickazer. <laughs> Dr. Wickazer. No idea how to pronounce that. That's, I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, Dr. Wickazer. Dr. Wickazer one. Dr. Swango. <laughs> <laughs> He was also a neurosurgeon and Swango was able to provide the colleges with a letter of recommendation. Dr. Rikasa... Why did you read it again? Just, just don't know. <laughs> Dr. Rikasa even took the time to write a handwritten personal note of confidence on each letter. Wow, that's dedication. Yeah, that, that that's a good friend. Yep. Uh, Swango was accepted in neurosurgery at the University of Iowa Hospitals. That's really 
strange word then, mate. Right? Highland Cross, what was in Clinic University Scenario, was that it? Oh, right. Okay. Should so, I try again? Yeah. No, 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 I'm fine, mate. Okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, once he nailed down his residency, Swango showed little interest in his remaining eight weeks at SIU. I would, I would understand that. I totally get it. Man. Like, see, you're at university and you're like, right, I'm going to university to study medicine to get a job. Yeah. If you then got a job, you'll be like, mm, fuck it. I know, but like, I'm pretty sure the last few weeks still count. <laughs> I, I get, I do understand, but like, I can't. It's not your last that. day of school where you're like, yeah, you're in the classroom. It's like, do whatever you want. Yeah, play board games, watch TV. It's yeah, great. exactly. I'll do what John did. Play D and D. Oh, you're such a yeah. loser. But as you said, not like school, so he failed to show up for required rotations and to watch specific surgeries performed, which if you've been a neurosurgeon, is probably not the best thing to be doing. Yeah, exactly, especially still learning, like, neurosurgery. Exactly. Like, I can only imagine you probably have to rack up a certain amount of hours of, like, watching these kind of things before you can probably go into, like, a surgical room and be, like, assisting in things like that as well. I want to put a good £50 that you got that from house. Um, I actually didn't. I just said it just there. Oh wow! I mean, it's probably true. Yeah. Because like you do have to do like a lot of hours, and that's why you do rotations and things like that. So I would imagine it'd be the same in your like specific profession, like your speciality. Side note: Did we pick this case because you just finished house? No, I've not watched the rest of house. Thank you very okay, much. Okay. I mean, I've seen it all just to clarify, yeah. so nobody oh, can ruin checking. anything for me. But I rewatched it in, during lockdown. But I've not finished it. Okay, mm. so thank you very much. Anyway, Dr. Kathleen O'Connor, who was in charge of overseeing Swango's performance, couldn't understand why he hadn't shown up. So she called his work to schedule a meeting to speak with him. But to her surprise, she discovered the ambulance company no longer permitted him to have direct contact with patients. Oh, oh, oh. it's bad. Yep. Uh, once she finally got a hold of him, she gave him an assignment to form. He had to perform a complete history, an examination on a woman who was going to be having a cesarean delivery. O'Connor found Swango's action to be reprehensible and the decision to fail him was made. It meant that he would not be graduating and his internship for Iowa would be cancelled. Imagine doing all that work for all those years. And then at the end of it, they're just like, ah, caviarst. And then it's, it's just like, well, you'll not get the rest of it. Well, yeah, because, you know... It, it's not like it was like, oh, he's been done by poor circumstances. He was a creepy fucker and also potentially a killer yep. and not doing his job properly. Exactly. And if Swango hadn't hired a lawyer, it's likely that he would have been expelled from SIU. But shrinking from the fear of being sued and wanting to avoid the costly expense of litigation, the college decided to postpone his graduation by a year and give him another chance but with, strict, with a strict set of rules that he had to follow. Where? Can't you jump in? Yeah. Where was he getting, like, the money for a lawyer? No, like, that's fucking also good. playing, like, tuition fees and, like, all that. Don't, like, no, fucking... I don't know. However, um, I was reading that they, obviously she decided to fail him and then it went to, like, essentially there was, like, two groups. One who's just like, yeah, he needs to go. Another one, like, well, when I say the other one, it was essentially that doctor. Oh, Wasco, yeah, it was one person. Yeah, 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 I remember that. He was like, no, no, he's a really good guy. And da, 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 da. Because um, it had to be by unanimous decision. Like, yeah. one person said, no. Yeah, and it was him. And that's Aye. the reason that he stayed, which is mental, right? Mm-hmm. So Ango immediately cleaned up his act and reinforced, oh, sorry, reinforced, refocused <laughs> his attention on completing the requirements to graduate. He reapplied for several residency programmes, having lost the one in Iowa. And rightfully so. Yeah, definitely. Free fucking just wasting. <laughs> 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Exactly. Despite having an extremely poor evaluation from the Dean of SIU, which, you know, would make sense because he pretty much shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really poor uh, evaluation. Yeah, it's because I was shit, mate. Uh, you know, didn't talk to Sorry, classes. I didn't want to be shit, but uh, I just couldn't help being shit. A lot of people died. See, when I was in the news, got the job, didn't talk for about eight exactly. fucking weeks. Uh, exactly. Amazingly, he was accepted in a surgical internship, followed by a very prestigious residency programme in a neurosurgery at Ohio State University, which is mental. Damn! Like, consider- like I feel like the doctor who was his mentor, whose name... I can only assume he had to have helped in some way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like 100%. Because he, yeah, like he's never going to get a good evaluation. Like, well, how did you perform? Really, really great in the first year. Fucked it a little bit between years two and three, though. Just a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't you know, help it. A lot of people died, like five of them. I went to, you know, Amlin scenes when I wasn't working to take pictures of the people. Didn't bother Mars completing group projects because yep. if I'm being honest, didn't want to be in a group. So here we are. Yep. Can you please accept me? <laughs> Thank but you. The, the fact that like that guy was an ex neurosurgeon and who was now teaching, I can imagine he's got friends who are neurosurgeons or like. Yeah, he's probably just said, you know what, he just made a few bad decisions. Yeah, like, I think he's got real potential. Which I think does happen. Yeah, but definitely. But like in this case, it was more about oh, can't be arsed. Yep. Yep. Swango began his internship. Ohio State in 1983. He was assigned to the Rhodes Hall wing of the medical centre 
Shortly after he began, there was a series of unexplained deaths. Like, that sounds ominous. Suspicious. Yeah, yeah you know. Uh, this would also be a trend. He turns up, people suspiciously start dying. Uh, among several healthy patients being cared for in the wing, one of the patients who survived a severe seizure told the nurse that Swango had injected medicine into her just before. Uh, like, surely in any day and age that's have to go, well, that needs to be investigated by the police. Not in 1983, it wasn't. Fucking ease. <laughs> Fucking ease. I think we see this. Every I episode. hate decades that only after 2010. So, they're all shit. Okay. Anyway, um, people did start to see the patterns, so nurses began to report to the head nurses, head nurses started reporting to everyone else, um, all about their concerns about seeing Swango in the patient's room during odd times. There were numerous reports and occasions where people were found to be either near death or dead just minutes after Swango left the rooms. So I was reading about this and it was like the nurses that reported it um, to like hospital heads and stuff like that and they were just saying, oh, it's just paranoia. You're just being paranoid. People die. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> like, the best way to be a killer is just to be a doctor and you walk out and you go, all right, guy's been butchered in there. Wasn't he me? See as well. Couldn't have been me. I've earned a doctorate. Yeah, yes, yes, I turn up. Yes, yes, people die right after they leave. Yes, it's nothing to do with me. It's nothing to me. I save lives here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, the administration was alerted an investigation began, but to call this an investigation would be like, again, as you said, they said it was like paranoia and stuff like that. Uh, they were more concerned with discrediting nurses in an attempt to protect the hospital. I just, that infuriates me. Cover infuri- up. Yeah, the conspiracies it, it do exist. infuriates me, like in the fibre of my being. It, the mat was closed and Swango was exonerated of any wrongdoing, which is fucking unbelievable, considering even just the limited amount of evidence at uh, all these nurses saying this. And like, it's not like it's the 40s. They could do opto- autopsies and go, well, she had like four times the amount of medication in her system because he would overdose them with the medication they were on. Yeah, but... Like, a lot of the time. So I was thinking about that. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking about it. I don't know why I said it like that. I was watching a YouTube video. Not of my boyfriend. Mm. But I was watching a YouTube video. And this was... Oh, this wasn't until the 90s before they discovered the drug. And, the, and it took them weeks to do it. Like, so the people that had died, mm-hmm. what they essentially ended up doing is going back in. I think they had to exhume some bodies and check the kidneys because they died. And essentially, your kidney obviously, like, filters all that shit out. Yeah. And take the samples from the kidneys to then test for certain... Like, they can't test for the drug. They have to test for compounds that it leaves in the body. Right. So I think that's why it was missed for so long, because they were like, oh, yeah, we'll check for X, Y, and Z. And it didn't leave that there and didn't test for the compounds at the time. So that's why I kind of got away from it for a while. Now, like, obviously, after it was donated, it was it got to return to work. And it, well... I wouldn't say he did it, but like many organisations that when they have a problem employee, if you can't get rid of them, just move them. Mm-hmm. You know, Catholic Church did it, other <laughs> companies did it, but you know, people are like rapists or fucking don't get on with other people or like have done something really dodgy. You just go, best way to deal with this problem is to move them somewhere else because then suddenly it won't be my problem. Exactly. Still be a problem, but not my problem, and that's what I give a shit about. As you can see, John's got a problem with the big corporations in the world. <laughs> Everybody should. They don't pay taxes. We do. <laughs> they get tax breaks. You know, there's a gaming company called Activision that pays no taxes. 
but instead gets a massive tax rebate. They make billions. Really? Yeah, and I pay for them to not pay tax. Wow. Yeah, not getting annoyed. No, I don't play. They also games. use their employees quite a lot, just to FYI. You still buy their games though? No. All oh, right. Okay. Well, well done. Good for you. Anyway. Swangle wasn't just trying to kill his patients. There was also an incident where several residents became violently ill, violently Ill after Swangle offered to get fried chicken for everyone. Yep. Fried who? Who? And the god awful audacity fucks with KFC. <laughs> who does that? What kind of monster fucks with KFC? Exactly. My God, we don't even what? know if it was KFC. By the Mate, way. It's just fried, fried chicken, chicken, right? What kid? Like, I'm getting really worked up here. Just what if he put down. it in the gravy? What if he put it in the gravy? He didn't, he didn't. He sprinkled it over the chicken. Okay. That's <sighs> okay. I, I don't think the gravy would have been the same back then anyway. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Ohio State would eventually get rid of Swango, but that was under the pretext that he didn't have the necessary qualities needed to become a neurosurgeon. But they let him finish off his one-year internship. How nice. How nice of him to do that. <laughs> That was lovely. <laughs> I would like to be there. Like, you don't have the necessary requirements. Why? Well, you kill people. So, bit of a problem just, for us. People became a little bit ill underneath your care, so we just don't think you're suitable for the job. But good luck. You've yeah. completed it one year, residency. You know, <laughs> it's just that you bring donuts in every week and, like, of the board, one of you randomly dies. <laughs> really just, a just not a fan anymore. <laughs> do you know I don't even like those donuts. Yeah. That's what it is. You're bringing the wrong donuts in. Uh, so after his internship, in July 1984, he began working for the Adams County Ambulance Corp <laughs> as an emergency medical technician. Ambulance driver? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Something in that field. Yeah, like, cool. Uh, apparently a background check was not done on Swangle because he had worked there in the past while attending Quincy College. The fact that he'd been fired from an ambulance company never surfaced. How crazy. Like... So laxadaisical, these people. <laughs> just laxadaisical, that's yeah. a good word. But saying that, like, see when he was at this company, I'm pretty sure, like, it was weird or, like, peculiar the first time and they said, you're not allowed direct contact with patients. Yeah, he was. It was in the script further back. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> and they, they hired him back. Like, he's like, you're not allowed near people who, you're fucking creepy. Like, people that are dying prefer not to see you. <laughs> <laughs> because they end up dead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What did begin to surface was Swango's weird opinions and behaviour. Out came the scrapbooks filled with references to violence and gore, which she doted on regular. Um, I watched an interview with one of the guys who worked with Swango back in the day, and he said that when they were on like call or maybe just in the ambulance, he would be working on his scrapbook in the ambulance. That's just fucking weird, right? <laughs> I know you get the picture of him with a prick stick, wee bit of glue, wee, wee arts and crafts set going. Oh my boop, god, boop, yeah. Boop. Like and a little he, pencil like, case. He's more across from like, oh mum, that's a good one. Boop, 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 yeah. boop, put that in the book. Oh my god! Serial killer! Put that in there. Oh my god, like, can you take a picture of me at the crime scene, please? Yeah. At the crash stick. site, thank you so much. Weirdo. So, he began making the inappropriate and strange comments related to death and people dying. So, yeah. I mean, I know that we definitely make inappropriate comments, but we're not out there killing people. Just in FYI, people don't die around us. Oh, I don't walk in a room and then leave and then somebody suspiciously dies. What's happened to Jade? Don't that, know. That happens, <laughs> that happens days later. I'm smart about it. Smart. <laughs> in September, the first noticeable incident that Swangle was dangerous occurred when he brought donuts for his co-workers Everyone who ate them ended up becoming violently ill and several had to go to the hospital. 
I'm sick of this cunt. He's ruining donuts <laughs> and fried chicken. He's trying to ruin like, Krispy Kreme. What is his problem? <laughs> like, what is his problem? Just, like, bring the cunt's coffee. <laughs> Standard well, coffee. Is, but no, but then he started spiking their iced tea. Fucking prick. <laughs> like, you, can you imagine? Like, you walk Don't in, you rest with food and drink. You walk in, right? And you walk into a canteen, you're like, oh, fucking hell, man. Just get into the fish You walk in, right? It's like KFC buffet, right? There's hundreds of donuts. And you're sitting there, like, fucking crouching and pushing yourself up against the wall to avoid the food. Like, could kill me. <laughs> Let's just guess. I think he's only done three donuts out of the five. <laughs> it's like Russian roulette. Donut roulette. Thank you. <laughs> just, like, see if this was my work. See the first time that happened. Sure, the guy doesn't get sacked. I don't want to sound like a prick. Guy's getting his cunt kicked in. Wow. Let's not hey. work for John. <laughs> so what you're telling me is like so you've came into work, you've ate your KFC or your Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme, other donuts are available, but you've ate your donut, right? You're sitting there and you go, oh, wow, I need a shit. And you're just arse just explodes. And then you're going, well, who bought the fucking donuts? I'm sorry, but I'd like oh, to take you back brought... to last year's Nando <laughs> incident. <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, that was like, you know, food poison. Nando's, you, you have got a spotty record when it comes to food poison, FYI, if you're just saying. But so, yeah, like, so that happens. Do you know then get suspicious of that guy? Like, the first thing, cool. But who gets food poisoning through donuts? Know, but they, I don't know, but maybe they just thought, do you know what, it's just been a bad batch of donuts. Like, in the interview, so, like, you know, so one of the guys describes donuts as, like, when he bites them, it's like they kind of bounce back because they're, like, squishy, kind of, because of the texture. He said it wasn't the case. He said they were, like, kind of stale. And, uh, like Swango just said, oh yeah, they're like day old donuts, and they're just all made a joke, being like, oh, we don't, we don't deserve fresh donuts, <laughs> and then they're all sick. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's pretty brutal. Okay. <laughs> oh, right, so uh, there were other incidents where co-workers became ill after eating or drinking something. Swango revealed, oh fucking this guy. No shit, this Sherlock. guy. <laughs> It's suspecting that he was purposely making them ill. Some of the workers decided to get tested. <laughs> when they tested positive for poison, a police investigation was launched. Bank fuck. <laughs> the police obtained a search warrant for his home, and inside they found hundreds of drugs and poisons. Several containers of ant poison, books on poison and <laughs> syringes. Swang was arrested and charged with battery. Like, see if I was in that place, I feel like I'd be like, hmm, maybe more crimes probably was committed with... Hmm, this I, I just a walk doctor. in, it's just like the wee crossbow, skull and crossbows everywhere, just, yeah, everything near poison. Well, apparently there was a book on the Satanic Bible, the Satanic Bible, was there? Mm. something like that. Um, but yeah, he's also like poisoning them with arsenic. Arsenic and rat poison was that's his like choice. It's a good old one. It's like a good old fashioned poison. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, that's what women used to kill guys with. Some arsenic. That's a stereotype. I'm not happy with that. Uh, it's a factually accurate statement. It's not a hundred percent. Like I'm not saying it didn't happen. It definitely did, but that's not all women. Not all no, women no, use no, arsenic. Like, who, not all women use arsenic. I would say that there's a statistically higher number of women who use arsenic to make that stereotype valid. You're so rude. I'm not. If you say rude, then I believe you just you know hate facts. And, you know, I'm just gonna brush that off. Like wait, wait, wait. Brushed off. Did you? Yep. That's fucking lovely for you. But it's me that you have to live with, not the audience. Don't kill me. Mm-hmm. You know it, girl. On the 23rd of August... August? Oh, on the 23rd of August, 1985, Swangle was convicted of aggravated battery 
and he was sentenced to five years behind bars. He lost his medical license from Ohio and Illinois. Is Ohio not in Illinois? No, they're states. All right. I'm sorry. I'm not good with that stuff. I try, though. Not that much. Yeah, so, it means a lot. Yeah. So, as part of the investigation, a look into Swango's past was conducted and the instance of patients dying under suspicious circumstances at Ohio State resurfaced. The hospital was reluctant to allow the police to access their records. Fucking what? Honestly, like, <laughs> like some places get so weird about this, and it's because they don't want the bad, like the bad publicity, and that's all it is. Yeah, see, this thing, like, see when Even people not supposed f- to, exactly, you know, do no harm. When people find out though that they, like, for example, like we've just found out, like, oh, they withheld the records. I now have a very unhappy opinion of Ohio State University, and assume that you know they're dodgy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Even though this happened many a decade ago, still don't trust them. Fucking eighties. Exactly. See, <laughs> fucking eighties. <laughs> uh, however, once the global news agencies got wind of the story, the university president just going to call him Edward. Assigned no, no, no. You say his full name. Edward Jennings. There, there you go. go. Fuck yourself. Got it right. No, no, uh, assigned the dean of Ohio State University Law School, James Meeks, to conduct a full investigation. To determine if the situation surrounding Swango had been handled properly. Just, you know, I could have told you it's it not. <laughs> but hey, they, they need to investigate it. Even though I'm pretty sure that they were the ones who headed up the investigation and knew they'd already fucked up. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, this also meant that investigating the conduct of some of the most prestigious people in the university. Classic. Must have been a hard job, but Classic. you know, fun as fuck. So, offering an unbiased assessment of the events that had occurred, Meeks concluded that legally the hospital shouldn't should have reported the suspicious instance to the police because it wasn't their job to decide if any criminal activity had occurred, which is right, because that's not their place to mm-hmm. do that. He also referred to the initial investigations performed by the hospital as superficial, and Meeks also pointed out that he found uh, astounding that the hospital administrators had not kept a permanent record detailing what has occurred. Wow, talk about swept under the carpet there. Yeah, amazingly, the Franklin County prosecutors decided not to charge Wango with murder due to a lack of evidence. Because there was though, no permanent yeah, records. Even though the records had been destroyed, so that was understandable, but there was all the nurses' statements that apparently weren't taken yeah. or stored. Exactly. Which is just mad, and I don't even think they asked the nurses for that thing. All the patients as well who have said, like, oh, he's been injected and he was up and then yeah, he uh, he only served two years of his five-year sentence. I was released on August 21st, 1987. I'm hating this, you know, you're a good prisoner to get away early. Exactly. Although, if you ever do go to jail, you know how to behave. Yep. Swango began working as a chemist, and while at his job, he would start to poison people again, and again, they would become ill. But no one would catch on that it was him that was doing that. And during this time, he was still trying to, you know, get back into like the medical profession as well. Swango so in an attempt to become a doctor again changed his name to David Jackson Adams. How very wow. American. Feels just very American that name. Yeah. David Jackson Adams. Yeah, the president. Okay. the president Adams. I don't, I don't fucking know. Go there. Uh, but we won't go on to refer to him as that under his guise. Well, we're not going to refer to him as that again because he had multiple guises at one point. So there's no point in, like, we just keep calling him Swango. Because yeah. we're going to go on a lot of these name changes as he makes them. Uh, so under his alias, he tried to get a job at the Ohio Valley Medical Center. He tried this by lying his ass off, forging documents and saying he actually got put in prison for getting a fight at a bar. Which, you know, <laughs> pretty far from the truth, but hey. Classic. 
However, eventually the doctor interviewing him finds out his real name and what he actually did and obviously he rejected the application. However, Swangle didn't stop and started applying for more places. He applied to the University of South Dakota. This time Swangle said that the battery charge involved poison but that his co-workers were jealous that he was a doctor and had framed him. Yeah, because that's definitely believable. That's as believable, surely, Jade. Of course, because why would a doctor lie? After several exchanges, Dr. Salem, great name, invited Swangle to come for a series of personal interviews. And then Swangle managed to charm his way through the most of the sorry, through most of the interviews. And on March 18th, 1992, he was accepted into the internal medical residency programme. Don't know why I said it like that. But, yeah, like I can't believe he'd done that. I can't believe we've done it again. Yeah, like the stories, like they've had these when we the first story. Uh, oh no, it was a bar fight, and he's like, "Hmm, we're gonna walk." You change approach. I was framed. I've been it's done a, wrong. It's a conspiracy theory against me. Swangle would meet Kirsten Kinney, and she fell in love with him and moved to South Dakota. But see, when they originally met, she was engaged to someone else. Oh really? She broke off her engagement to go with him. Oh, that's a shame. No, that's a real shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while they were there, Swangle's career eh, would seem to be going great. Because, like, the first year they seem to do not bad when it goes places. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems to be, like, weird as it sounds, had the capacity to be at least a competent doctor if they were at least a good one. I don't even think it's that, right? I think it's, like, he goes there, he becomes, like, or he acts as, like, a good doctor. Because mm-hmm. he probably could have been a good doctor. Yeah. But then I think it's about building the reputation, being like, I'm a good daughter. I'm oh, a doctor, right. So it's like, need to want to question this. me. And then it's that. like, right, okay, I've done my time. I've paid my dues. Let's fucking start killing. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And then people are like, oh, no, not fucking Dr. He's Swangle. Good, uh... Like, that would never happen under his watch. Yeah. So Swangle applied to the AMA, which is the American Medical Association. Yeah, they didn't have a fucking clue what that yeah, was. Yeah, just that's what it is. So it's like a license for doctor, or it's like an association where all doctors go. I think you get like benefits for it. Okay. So that's why he's essentially done it. Uh, he obviously applied under his alias, mm-hmm. but they do like a really, really thorough background check to stop so. shit like this. So they get caught. Like, oh. You should have known he was going to get caught, but they did get caught. Yeah. Kristen would start to suffer horrible migraines, and after a fight with Swangle, she left him, but they got back together, so that doesn't sound healthy. He broke down and apologised to her. Sadly, this would end horribly for her. Swangle stole all of her money and left the day after she committed suicide. Well, I can't imagine that would have been a healthy relationship. No. Which is quite sad. Uh, Kirsten's mother is going to turn out to be like the real hero in this story, because she wasn't letting Swangle get away with this. So she sent over a thousand letters explaining like who Swangle was and what his tactics were to gain admission in medical schools. She she sent them to literally everyone in America. Really? Like every medical school and like every hospital that she could get that would accept her. Like she sent a letter to every single one of them. Wow, that's dedication. Yep. What an absolute badass. So finally the hunt for Swangle was on and he had falsified his credentials in order to get a job in Vieva facility. Yeah, a veteran affairs facility essentially. So it's like see Veterans of War. Mm-hmm. That, like, sort of veterans facility, like a hospital for people that have been injured in wars. Oh, right, okay. And since this was a federal facility, this meant it was a it was the FBI that were hunting him. Obviously, they're pure badass. Yeah, pretty much, right. Uh, amazingly, Swango seemed to vanish. So they arrested the arrest warrant, and then he just disappeared. Yeah, it obviously. The FBI knew where he was. To be fair, he wasn't a massively high priority, 
Because it wasn't like he'd committed murder or he was a serial killer. Because that's not what they were after him for. Yeah. They were just after him because he'd falsified these records. And because it was a federal facility, mm-hmm. it meant there was FBI jurisdiction. Uh, so, amazingly enough, he'd fled to like Africa and he ended up in the country of Zimbabwe. Which wow. was an old British colony. Was it? Yeah. I've never got a clue. Anyway, the hospital director, Dr. Christopher Zishiri, yes. yep, was thrilled to have an American doctor join the hospital. But once Swangle began working, it became apparent that he was untrained to perform some very basic procedures. It was decided that he would go to one of the sister hospitals and train for five months. While doing this, he was seen to be hardworking and dedicated. Told you. So yeah. I mean, like, build up that build profile. Build up that rep, get that yep. bulletproof reputation, and then start being a dipshit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, he run to, returned to his old ways because, you know, as, as, I feel like we just came to this conclusion where like, I certainly have, like, his partners go to hospital, yeah, be good. good to start with, and then start murdering people, which, yeah. you know, is a... Sit, uh, what do you call that? Like, modus operandi? Like, that's what he does? Mm-hmm. Mm, cool. Uh, he returned to his old ways and began people began dying. Obviously, uh, some of the patients that had survived had a had a clear recalled uh, had clearly recalled Swangle come into rooms and give them injections right before they'd been in the convulsions. A handful of nurses also met seeing Swangle near patients just minutes before they died. He eventually fled Zimbabwe and went to Zambia when evidence of his guilt began to surface. Then eventually managed to apply for a position at a hospital in Saudi Arabia. Well, what, yeah. a, what a jump. Yep. Like, he's gone to all these different countries. Does he speak the language or like, is it just alright with like, English speaking doctors? I don't know. I think, um, I think, in the, like, not the majority, but I think in a lot of places, like, when I went to like Tunisia and things like that, like, they, they teach English as like one no, of the languages. Cool. So, it's probably a good a chance sense, that yeah. a lot of people do speak English as well. At the very least, like, enough English like, to communicate with a doctor or. Arm sore, maybe. chest sore, sore here. Yeah, maybe, no, but yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was arrested for fraud. Sorry, I, I'm jumping right. I'm I'm reading your book. I know. Yeah, luckily he would never get the chance as he was on his connecting flight on his way to Saudi Arabia. He stopped off at the Chicago O'Hara Airport. Oh here, mate. Oh here. I was so happy. I know that I thought I'd like rattled that out. No, and Chicago like, here. Oh. Chicago O'Hare, yeah, uh, airports, and was promptly arrested. So I'm assuming connecting flights, the flight lands, you go off, you wait for another plane. Yeah. See if it's come to Africa. Yep. Is that not like a way that is away from Saudi Arabia? It'd be much quicker just to follow, like fly up towards Egypt, then you know to Saudi Arabia. How do you think I would know this? Like, the I'm just saying it, the it feels very mad language. that he's got connected like to America, then to fly to Saudi Arabia. But like again, like flight price as well. No, right. You know. Like, when he landed in Chicago, he was apprehended because of the warrant. I was like, I can only assume his name had came through a passport, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck it was. Um, and one of the people that, um, like, one of the officers at the airport detained him and called the FBI agent who issued the warrant mm-hmm. to let them know that they detained him, and that's how they brought him in. Pretty good. Which I think is just what I've got to go into. So, yeah. he was arrested for fraud and sentenced to three years and six months in prison. And in July 2000, just days before he was due to be released, federal authorities federal authorities charged Swangle with one count of assault, three counts of murder, three counts of making false statements, one count of defrauding by the use of wires and mail fraud, 
and authorities in Zimbabwe were also looking to charge him with eight counts of murder. Oof. Uh, Swangle pleaded not guilty, but fearing that he could be facing the death penalty on or being handed over to the Zimbabwean authorities, he decided to change his plea to guilty of murder and fraud. Makes sense, right? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, like, maybe better to go to jail in your own country. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Michael Swangle, Michelle? Michael. Michael Swangle, is that his name? Mate, we've been saying his name the full time. I know, I've just been saying Swangle. Yeah, no, but at the beginning it was Michael. I've completely forgot it was Michael. Uh, Michael Swangle received three consecutive life sentences. He's currently serving his time at the Supermax US Penitentiary, Florence ADX. He will likely never be released from prison. Uh, That's also known as the... Alcatraz of the Rockies. Yeah, like yeah. it is fucking crazy. Yeah, like so guys, I'm gonna link something in like the episode description of like some of the prisons they hold there. Like, oh my god. Um first of all, El Chapel. Oh wow. Well. Yep, exactly. And uh there was another one who like sentence was something like hundred and sixty eight years. He was part of a, a bombing attack, but I can't remember which one it was. And that was how many lives were lost in it. Like, it's crazy. See, the thing that gets me is three consecutive life sentences. Surely, if you're in, you're in for life. That should be the entirety of your life. Yeah, I know. But I, I think it's I, just I like... I think sentences a... are really stupid. Like, life is 25 years. Yeah, maybe back when, you know, your average life expectancy was, like, 36, that was life. But now it's not. Yeah, but it's, like, it's different. So you get, like, oh, life with the possibility of parole after 25 years. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're getting out after 25 years. Like, that's the difference there. So, anyway, worryingly... Worryingly? Worryingly. Worryingly. We only know about some of his victims, and the number could be as high as 60, apparently so. So, like, even though he was only convicted of so many, they think that the victim count is most likely in the 60s, and it's just not been connected to him. I think they actually counted about 35, but he's only been charged with so many currently. That is just... It should, the worst thing is always, like, see, because he's in so many different countries... Yeah. And then he's been charged with three life sentences. People would have stopped looking at it. Like, yeah. It would have been really like they would have just went. He's been arrested three times, and then of course you've already seen the way hospitals are a protector hospital. Yeah. So they just went. Ah, fuck it. No, maybe maybe I'll die. Go away. Go away. I mean, I don't really think so much. Where I'd like think not so much now, but. No, they're still same shit. Things haven't changed in the hospitals. Thank you. They haven't. They're still run by like corporations or like. Dean board and stuff like that. You've watched House, Jade. You've watched House. <laughs> I know, I know, but Dr. Mix pointed out it's not factually accurate and it hurts my soul. <sighs> I know. Well. So, anyway, yeah, guys, he's still in prison until like now. I think he's been in prison since 1997. Good, no chance of him getting out, which is great. Which is great. He's probably just like a practicing doctor in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I've just done a lot and people die. Don't do me. What are you no, talking about? No, 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 no. Like, I was just here giving the best medical care that I can in prison. Thank you. I bring donuts every week and you bastards, like, I and what sure, I'm a killer. I make sure that I have money in my funds so I can go to, you know, the shop. Like the prison shop, which I don't know what's called. Frankly, anybody who fucks around with KFC donuts and other people's food is a savage. A bad egg. He is a bad. He's a bad chicken, Jade. He's a bad man. He's a bad chicken who shakes out bad eggs. Oh, right, okay. So bad he is. Oh my god. Yep. Looking a little bit flushed, are you okay? Are you going to cry? No, I. We need to close this shop. I need, I need, I need time to myself. I need the KFC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to make sure they're still okay. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> so guys yeah that concludes this week's episode um, again we really appreciate you listening please go and follow our instagram page which is chilling and calm podcast we've also got a facebook group um again just search chilling and calm podcast um really simple to do twitter as well um, i think it's just called kiln podcast for yeah. some reason they wouldn't let me like do the full thing which is just killing podca- killing podcast and podcast shit why we not might, we might also start a patreon we might also start a Patreon, yeah, exactly. But we'll keep you posted on that anyway, guys. But yes, please like, share, subscribe, follow, review. Please get on Apple Podcasts and review and tell your pals because we would really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Because, like, you know, like Jade's mum was outside and she heard somebody mention it to somebody else and Jade lost her shit. Oh so I'd, God, I'd like to see that more if that could oh happen. Oh my God, guys, it's not even that. I'd already had two bottles of wine at this point because I was out that day and she called and I had to pretend I was sober. Yeah. I definitely wasn't. And also, like, to the people who've emailed or, like, messaged, page, page yeah. messages, Thank you. she's a big fan of that. Well done, you guys. <laughs> thank she you loves, so much for being in touch. She loves human interaction. <laughs> thank you so much. But, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.